somewhere in the Houston Midtown area. It's the Sit Down with Slick Vic. Welcome everyone, it's the Sit Down with Slick Vic. I got a very special guest today coming all the way from Armor MMA in uh, A-Leaf, Texas, the SWAT. I got Agrimar Dos Santos is the uh, one of the trainers here. He does uh, what Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. Yes. Just um, Muay Thai. Muay Thai, um, a.k.a. Siguarino, uh, some of us might, might know him as, Mini Cyborg. Uh, thank you for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Vito. Um, my pleasure to be here and talk to you. So right now you're working as an instructor, but let's kind of talk about, you know, your, your beginnings. Like how, how did your whole uh, MMA career or your, your love for MMA start? Are you you're originally from Brazil? Yeah. What, what part of Brazil? Uh, Rondonópolis, Mato Grosso. Okay. And uh, yeah, I started to train when I'm, when I'm um, almost 15 years old because my brother, he started to train. He started to incentive, mm-hmm. incentive me to start to train like him. Oh, okay. He, he kind of motivated you? He motivated me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, when I'm 15 years, 15 years old and I start to, to train kickboxing mm-hmm. on my city, and uh, like four years later, I moved to another city and I started to train uh, uh, Muay Thai and kick, uh, kickboxing and jiu-jitsu there. Your brother, your, your brother is a evangelista, right? Yes, evangelista uh, cyber. Yeah, he, uh, he, had a, he had a pretty, I, I saw him on TV fight a lot. Um, he had a pretty big career. Seeing him uh, have all that success, talk a little bit about you know, he got you into it. What got him into it? Was it part of the family? Was he the first one? Or maybe did your dad train too? No, uh, uh, my brother, he's the first one. Okay. Just me and him from my family uh, uh, do uh, MMA or kickboxing mm-hmm. or martial arts. Martial arts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, and I know it's very big in Brazil, right? Very, very popular, the yeah. M- MMA. At what point did you decide that uh, you were ready to come to, to the United States, or what, what was the decision behind coming to the United States? My, my brother, he came first mm-hmm. to San Diego, California, with uh, his ex-wife, Chris Cyber. Okay. And uh, two, years, two years later, I decided to move to here. So, okay. So I said to teach, like, whether I land there in Brazil and a uh, fighter. That's when I moved to here in 2012, mm-hmm. and uh, to be a fighter and, and a trainer. Okay, so you moved to California. Um, is that where you lived at first in California? Uh, no, no, here, Houston. Oh, Houston's yes. the, f- the first place yeah. you came to. Yes, the first place. Um, what is uh, what are some of the differences that you saw b- between Brazil and coming to Houston? It's very different culture, mm-hmm. and uh, Brazil is is hard because they have a lot of fighters there. Mm-hmm. And they don't have like like, like they have a motivation like you say. Here you go everywhere. Here you can you can be a you can have a fight. You can can have a get a sponsor. You can have a lot of things. Oh, this is like more, opp- more more opportunity. Exactly, and uh, there have to work hard, have to train hard, have to go to school, do a lot of things. So it's it's hard to hear to say. So you like USA better or? <laughs> To, yeah, yeah, you yeah. say like in in some parts, yes, you mm-hmm. know, it's hard when you, when you when you move to to different country, different culture when you're thirty years old. 
Like, oh, yeah, case. yeah. You know what I mean? You want to move young, it's better. But when you're 30 years old, it's a little bit hard. But have a, they have a good and bad parts. You know, it's like, it's like here for me. Yeah, I can only imagine um, the culture shock, you know, yeah. growing up somewhere for 30 years. Yeah. And then, so did you know any English when you moved over here? No. No, we didn't know Spanish. Spanish a little bit. Because it's very similar to Portuguese, it's similar, right? yes. Um, so you come over at 30. Did you already, had you already fought before or did you make your first fight here? You made it was no, here, right? No, there in Brazil. In Brazil? I made the three fights in Brazil, Vale Todo. Okay. And uh, here, How old were you when you had your first fight? First fight, I think that 20, 23 or 24. 23, 24. Yeah. Okay. This is 2004, my first fight. Um, and Vale Tudo, that's uh, it's no gloves, right? Bare knuckle? They start, they start uh, with no gloves, like mm -hmm. bare knuckle, but they later they start to use uh, MMA gloves okay. for rounds. And uh, but the, the the rules is is a little bit hard. Do they have the knees on the ground? Uh, no knees, yeah, knees, knees on the ground, right? Knees on the ground. You can step over to the head. The stomp, stomp, yeah. yeah. Those, no elbows. That is the only it's, thing. No elbows. Yeah, no. I think those are better rules. Because um, elbows, they do a lot of cutting. You know, I think with the knees, you get a quicker knockout. Yeah. And it, it makes people have to defend themselves. Exactly. You know, yes. some people, they just put their hand down. Mm -hmm. Oh, now you can't knee exactly. them because the hand is a downed opponent. I, I think it's much better now than before. What do you mean? The, the rules? MMA rules is better than, than, than Vali Tudo. Okay. You know. So you don't like pride? I like pride rules. Yeah, I, I, I like <laughs> I like it. But I talk about the fighters, you know, and uh, because you can get a, have a, can, can get a, like, a, a heart injury, you know? Like, yeah. imagine so you on the floor and somebody step on your head. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? no, I mean, I saw yeah. Vandalay Silva do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and uh, now they, they just protect more of the, 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 the fighter, you know? Like, not, now... You look like sports. Yeah, no, know. that's true. That's that's why they did that. You yeah, know, because they they feel like that is too barbaric. Yeah, yeah, it's. yeah. So yeah, um, so you you come over here you already. Have how did those fights go in in Brazil? What was your record over there in Brazil? That is like a one two. One two. Yeah. Okay. Um, were you mainly a Jiu-jitsu guy, or I mean, actually, you were a Muay Thai guy, right? Mainly. Yeah, yeah. I prefer to do a, a like strike, mm -hmm. but I trained there luta livre in Brazil, mm -hmm. and uh, some Jiu-jitsu. I got my blue belt in 2006. Oh, nice. But uh, I don't like training with gi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I like no gi. I wanna. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I think it's more practical. Yeah, know? exactly. Especially you get caught in a real life situation. Yeah. No one's going to be wearing a gi in real life, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you uh, you come over here after a fight in Brazil. What, what, I mean, what's that like, man, being um, in front of an audience? I know there's it's one thing to to train or or like do like sparring in mm -hmm. a gym with your with your your team, right? Yes, that's one thing. Yeah, but then fighting in front of strangers, you know, that's a little bit different, right? Yeah. How, how, talk about the first time you. You had your first fight. Like, how, 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 what would you compare that to? What kind, what was that feeling like? When you're there on the ring, mm -hmm. you don't see anything, don't see anything outside, you know? You're your just focus. focus is just there on your opponent. You don't see anything. 
you just heard your coach and, uh -huh. and, they, and they look this your opponent, that's it. Did, um, were, you, were you a little nervous? Were you a little? Yeah, for sure. For sure, for, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think you can have a, like a 20, 30 fight. You still have the the, yeah. the, the, the goat, the, the, the code thing yeah. on your body. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not like a, a fright, but you know. Yeah, it's, it's got to be. So, I mean, uh, it's like, it's. I mean, I've been in like, like street fights mm -hmm. and those were incredible. Your heart's just, you know, being yeah. real fast. So I can only imagine having to do that um, with somebody who's a, a you know who's been practicing. Mm -hmm. He's not some just regular person. He's he's trained exactly. You yeah. Know? So you have to be very very focused. Exactly for sure. You know? um, so that, so you come over to America. Uh, what what organization did you fight over here? Uh, my first fight here, I have a I have a, a, a bad luck on my first fight here. I think that the event name is called Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal, yeah. Okay. And uh, was it here in Houston? Yeah, I think okay. I think it's in Houston. I don't know because you know when I moved to here, like oh, I, I okay. fight two two weeks before after I moved to here. So you you don't know what you, you were like? Oh, you got money for me? Okay, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I came with the fight. So somebody uh, yeah. gave me the fight, and I came here to to, to wait for the fight. Okay. And. Uh, I heard some my name Brazil train wrestling mm -hmm. like two months before I I I, I came to SA. I moved oh, okay. to here. And uh like I'm doing uh, the warm-up mm -hmm. on the on the backstage before my fight, like and that hurts my knee bad oh, twenty minutes before my fight. Oh, and man. uh and I was bad for like six months. Did the, you still fight? No. Oh. I can't. I hurt my, my meniscus. Oh no! And uh, I tried to do the surgery here, but he is too expensive, like twenty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. So, so, you, so was it what a torn? A torn? Was it torn? Yeah, or? yeah. My my meniscus is like. Oh man! Is out. And uh, and I, I waited for six months, and I back to Brazil, mm -hmm. and I did the surgery there. I have some friends there; they helped me a lot. How long uh, after the surgery? Was it your right knee or your left knee? Uh, right knee. Right knee? Yeah. Um, how long after the surgery before you can kind of start moving around? and To back to train like a two months. Two months? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a quick quick recovery now. Yeah, huh? for meniscus, it's, it's yeah. not too hard like uh, like the LC. Oh, MCL. MCL, yeah. yeah. That's a little bit tougher. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. How long ago did that happen? Uh, 2012. So it was a while ago. Yeah. How, like, how, how are you? How's like, your movement now? No, it's, it's, no, it's good. 100 good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. How many fights? So you you had three fights in Brazil, and how many fights? I did have you a have here. Oh, sorry. I have this one here. Oh, just one yeah. over here. And how old were you when you had that five years ago? Or how old were you when you had your it's last 2013, fight? 2013. My last fight. So eight years ago. Yeah, I'm okay. like 31, 32 on this time. Okay. What made you decide to to say you know what that's that's my last fight I just I want to do uh, training I I try I try mm -hmm. uh, back to train but before the fight what I what I the the fight what I had here uh -huh. I have I had a car accident Oh man break my leg like three months later after the I got the surgery on my knee uh -huh. and I stayed like for one year Wow one year break and. Uh, and I got the opportunity to do the fight on Legacy, mm -hmm. and uh, I lost by knockout, but 
You know, but after this fight, I still keep training, but I have a lot of lot of injury. Yeah, it's a lot of thing on my body. So and it's it's painful, huh? Yeah, and it's hard to you know a lot of problem like five surgery. I had a surgery on my shoulder, uh, and then the knee on my leg. So that me makes a little bit sad, and uh, you know because it's hard to train. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's uh, somebody who spends most of their life training for. I'm sure when you were young. You probably like to play sports, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe you play soccer or yeah, yeah, I play soccer. So yeah. you enjoy that rush, running yeah. around, sweating, uh, exerting energy, power, quickness. It's uh, something you can't get doing anything else. There's nothing else like it, you know. And to and to not be able to do it anymore, that's that's hard. I, I know with me, um, you know, I get pains, back pain, neck pain. And I can only imagine what you go through or fighters go through when they get really uh, major injuries with like a torn meniscus or yeah. something along those means. When did you get involved with coaching? Did you always want to do that or did that just kind of happen because of, of your career kind of coming coming to an end shorter than you wanted? No, I, I started before that in Brazil. Okay, I, I training like a already. training because there I'm just training, uh, teaching class and, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, training for the fight. Yeah, so different. That's my job. Okay. Yeah. Oh, do you train fighters too, or? Yeah, I train fighters there, like uh, students, beginners, and uh, and everybody. Everybody. You know, and they train for fights. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I moved to USA, I moved to here to to teaching class. What do you What do you like most about about being an instructor? About uh, about you know that just that whole that whole vibe when you're seeing a fighter develop from a young age to an older age? Well, I like like when you start training somebody who don't know anything about martial arts, you know? Right. And like a two or three years later, you see him in the ring or the cage fighting. Uh -huh. This is, make you feel like. Very happy. proud, Exactly, huh? you know? Like your, like your, like your kid, right? Mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> I had some kids when I, when I like in 2013, started mm -hmm. start training for me. Now he's like a, that big guys now, and some guys is this move or some you know I still have some some information about the the kids. It's always a it's already man. Right. Some is still training, and some like do something different. You know. Yeah, I mean it's it's got to be very rewarding to to see somebody um, learn so much come mm -hmm. and come a long way. Yeah. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Ranch Houston. Compromised of Ashe Yoga and Wellness, The Garden Project, and The Mill HTX is an intentional, conscious organization created for adults to connect to an inclusive community through art, food, nature exploration, and movement, and for school-aged children to empower themselves through education on sustainability and edible gardening. Everyone is encouraged to connect to the curiosity of their inner child as they nurture their nature in a world that so often encourages separation and fear. Minority and veteran-owned, the Ranch Houston is located south of the Medical Center, and you could visit their website at www.theranchhouston.com. I highly recommend it. I've been there. It's awesome. Check it out. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Apparel Up, the leading custom apparel provider in Houston, Texas. They help their customers represent their brand correctly with high-quality, 
long-lasting custom apparel. Whether you're in need of embroidered scrubs for your medical practice, embroidered polos for your nationwide enterprise, or screen-printed shirts for your sport team, they got you covered. They also do the apparel for my show, so definitely buy some of that stuff too. And you can find their website at apparelup.us. Check them out. So, you know, last year was, uh, you know, the pandemic, you know, COVID. How long, how long have you been at this gym? Here? This yeah. is 2020. Okay, so, yeah. so last year is when you yeah, started? Yeah, we, we worked in the gym like uh, February. <laughs> oh, man, that's like the worst time. February, March, I think. And, right, uh, right before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. We <laughs> opened for two months, and it was good here. Oh, like yeah. a 40, 45 students uh-huh. in, in two months. Then, then, then came the, 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 the pandemic, the, the pandemic, and they had Pe- to close. Oh, man. And a lot of people like, yeah, like, be, be scary yeah, because they, it's... You know, they don't want to get close to a lot of people. They right, know. right. Oh, yeah, this is... Yeah. The people still right. care about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that uh, I'm sure you've, you've never experienced something like this. You know, yeah. This is, no. this is uh, very, a very... very nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what has this... Because this, uh, I'm sure with the business uh, closed... What what were the kind of things you were doing to kind of fill your day, since you couldn't you couldn't do the classes? Yeah, this this is closed for like a two months, uh-huh. but on these two months I had some private classes. Okay, and I make some money uh, doing like a, a food delivery. Okay, yeah, it's it's hard to stop like a hundred percent. You know, right. nobody can stay like two or three months. Like, yeah, with nothing. Exactly, it's <laughs> hard. So we have to. Do something, you know. That's what I did on the on the on the time. Do some private class and uh, the food. Work. Yeah, food delivery. That's, that's fun, right? Is yeah, it fun? It's good. <laughs> I, I did. Always I did move all day, you know. You know, I uh, I delivered pizzas mm-hmm. right, when I was younger, and what's what I used to like is that I worked as a waiter, right, mm-hmm. for for many years. So sometimes I would get a better tip delivering a pizza. Yeah. And then I would, as a waiter, yeah. and all you do is just hand them, here you go, and they give you $20, yeah. $10. Yeah. It's, I'm like, I'm just giving you food. But yeah. thank you, though. <laughs> have a good tip on this, this, this yeah. award. They, they appreciate it. What have you done in terms of, like, just just like dealing with everything that's been going on, um, with communication with your family? Because, you know, you have people in Brazil. Yeah. Is that something that that you have done more now, more like Zoom calls, video calls, maybe FaceTiming um, to kind of keep track of your fa- family? Because I'm assuming a lot of your family is still over there in Brazil, right? Yeah, oh, my whole family is there. Uh, okay. Yeah, bef- uh, my brother was here before, and uh, but he back to Brazil because he have a have a little baby there. Oh yes, sir. Yeah, and. Uh, he planned to come back to USA, but not for now. But yeah, I was talking to my family every day. Every day? Every day. My mom, my dad, you know, my sisters, brothers. Yeah, I think this is a good time to um, just kind of check in on our family. Exactly. Um, especially because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen and things are, especially, you know, as Americans, we only think about 
uh, what's happening in my state or what's happening in my country. But if you got family in other parts of the world, like what's going on over there, yeah. they might not have access to certain things. I know the vaccine has been hard to find in some countries because America bought so many. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think this time has been a good opportunity to just kind of check in on our families and, and people all over the world. So what are some of your plans, man? Like I know right now you, uh, you're, you're doing the training here at Armor MMA. Uh, first of all, how did you hear about this place? How did you get involved uh, with Armor MMA? Yeah, Carlos. Uh, Los, yeah, I know Los. <laughs> oh. How'd you meet Los? Carlos, how'd you meet him? Oh, Carlos? Yeah. So, oh, long time ago. Oh, he started no. to start. Uh, he started to, uh, we had a, a MMA gym in the Highway 6 in Bel Air. Okay. He had a shooter box, Sting Cyborg. Mm -hmm. And he started training for us there. Oh, okay. And uh, he was they back and forth, back and forth, but he always there with us, like uh, five years ago, six years ago. And I met with him, and uh, he, he told me about the, he, he had the plan to open the gym. Right, right. And I say, all right, let's do it. Oh, wow. That's yeah, cool. and uh, he had the plan, and they have everything. I say, like, come on, let's do And uh Yeah, and here it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I've known Carlos for a long time too. It's just kind of funny. Now he has his own gym. I definitely encourage everybody to check it out. What so is it you offer Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu here? What 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 are the classes that are offered here? Yeah, you have a, uh we offer now Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. Mm -hmm. And uh we started with the the black belt. Uh his name is uh Rodolfo, but he's in Brazil now. I I think he's come back to USA soon. Okay. But now I have another coach here, his name is Jay. He's a very good coach too, and uh, and you do the Muay Thai. The Muay Thai, yeah. Okay. Like three times uh, a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So six thirty to eight thirty. Six thirty to eight thirty in the morning, ten to ten a.m. to eleven to twelve noon. Very nice. Um, so you you mentioned earlier you said uh, you you used to work at a, a shooto box gym, or do, do you said something about shooto box with uh, cyborg. So yeah, no, we opened a gym there. I, I started to work at a gym before. Uh -huh. It's a go team before. Okay. And uh, but the owner, he, uh, we, we buy the 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 gym, mm -hmm. and he just changed the name and put a shooter box, Ching Cyborg. Oh, okay. I thought that I thought you were with that gym. You weren't with that gym, right? I was there before. Right. This is our first gym here. Okay, but then somebody else came. Yeah, in. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Your your brother um, had had a, a pretty pretty long career. Um, he fought a, a lot of events. I remember. Well, what what was it like? He, he's your older brother, right? Uh, no, he's not the older. No, I, but he, but he's older than you. Oh yeah, right? for, yeah, four years. Um, yes. What what was it like seeing him having all that success and 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 being in those events? Was that was that something that you were like, wow, look at that? That's that's amazing that he's able to do that. Yeah, it's it's feel it feel it's feel good. I feel good, you know, bro. Like everybody on the world know know who is him. Yeah. And, you know, on the martial arts, and uh, I feel good. Where where did the name Cyborg come from? Uh, <laughs> when he started to to do a, a kickboxing, uh -huh. he started doing um, some fights, and uh, his name is like Evangelista, and uh, and uh, that's his real name, right? Yeah, he's uh -huh. a real name. 
And I hear a couple, I hear a couple one day and say, I need a nickname. Uh-huh. And they say, and he have a dream. And he, he's like a cyborg, something like that. He, he said he had a dream? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he was, was a cyborg. cyborg. Uh-huh. Like, say, did he just watch Terminator? Yeah, or what? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, he said, yeah, I'll, I'll put my nickname like cyborg. This is a strong and nice nickname. Yeah, no, it's, and, a, yeah. it's an awesome nickname. Yeah. He got this nickname in 2000, no, not 2000, like 1997, uh-huh. when he's like 18 years old. He started to do Valitude. Okay, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's an awesome nickname. Oh, yeah, strong. <laughs> <laughs> so what, do you, what are some of your goals coming up? Like what are some of your plans um, maybe five years down the line? Or do you, do you have any aspirations of, of one day? Um, opening up your own gym. What What are some of your plans for the yeah, future? Yeah, th- there's a plan like in the future, you know, mm-hmm. like now I'm working here, I want to support the gym or whatever. And then, you know, and the lady maybe with the Carlos, you can open something like somewhere, a big gym mm-hmm. and bring more coach, you know, maybe bring my brother one day to Chichi MMA. Right. Have a lot of things to, to show to a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. You have a a strong love for MMA, right? You, yeah. Have you always been into MMA since you were little? Always? No, just no. like uh, street fights. <laughs> <laughs> so even though you weren't training in the gym, you were training in the streets, right? No, no always in the gym. Always I had the only school like a seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. You know, some fun in the school, but that's it. I never be on the street fighting, you know, like, oh, <laughs> I just okay. say street fighting, but this I'm a, like a little kid, you know, in the school, but nothing, I never trained on the, on the street, never fight on the street after my 12, 13 years old. Mm, okay, okay. How long have you been here in Houston? Since 2012, it's been like so. nine years. So you're, you're pretty, that's a long time. Yeah. Are you, do you feel fully like you're... Like you're, uh, you, you like, do you wear the cowboy hat and the, the cowboy boots or yeah. listen to country music? Do you, <laughs> I think it's not my style. <laughs> <You're> saying, <laughs> yeah. I like, I like, but I never used before, you know, like uh-huh. the head or put some boots or something like that. <laughs> I like, like sports, you know, like put a shoes, shorts, yeah. shirt. And, um, have, have you been following any, uh, any fighters now? Do you do you watch a lot of uh, UFC or Bellator or any of that stuff? Oh, events like you watch Bella, UFC, Bellator, One Glory. Who who are like some of your your favorite fighters to watch? To watch now? Yeah, I watch uh, Chris Cyborg. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, on the on this moment, Chris Cyborg. I like uh, on the moment. The the Brazilian champion 185 in 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 uh, 185 185 in 205 on the glory. Oh, uh, okay. Alex Pereira. Oh yeah, he's, he's a nice. great fighter, and you know, I like I like uh, the the old school. You know, like we talked with you before about the K1 Warmax. Yeah. K1 heavyweight. Yeah, I I, I never understood why K1 didn't. Uh take off here yeah it's big right it's yeah it's, 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 it's big it's big in brazil too it's right it's, it's going big now mm-hmm. you know it's a lot of people's going out out of the country to train get like 
a good train and back to Brazil? I mean, it's been big in like, you know, in Europe, it's in, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, very big. But for whatever reason, it, in America, like I went to an event, uh, I was glory. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't that many people. I know, yeah. I don't understand. These are incredible fighters. Yeah. I don't know why people don't want to. I, I guess it's just different here in this country. Yeah, you know? but you think they have a lot of great fighters here, kickboxing fighters. Yeah. It's a lot of guys here. So I don't know why these, I think they have a lot of promotion here, you know. I think True. they need more promotion, you know, the people need more motivation to train, nice events, something like that. No, Texas, they don't have event here in Texas. Yeah, I know. That, that's crazy. The guy here, they have to go like to to other states to get fights. Well, there you go. Maybe that's something you should do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you start to promote something yeah, here. You know, yeah. That sounds like an idea to make some money. Yeah. You know, people you know? like people like to watch people hit each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> also have a great fight in Houston. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I always see on the UFC. UFC you know, yeah. People from Houston. Exactly. People from Texas. Um, yeah, it's a big, big MMA market. You know? Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of really good trainers, all the way from like Saul Solis. Yeah. I don't know if you are yeah. familiar with him, but I know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Saul Solis is a great coach and have a great team. Yeah, he was training Tito and Rico. Yeah, Randall. The young guy now. He's a young is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I, I really do hope that somebody can make that happen. You know, yeah. let's, let's bring a, an MMA uh, organization to, to Texas, to Houston specifically. Mm -hmm. Saul used to have one a while ago called Renegades. Um, I don't know what happened to that. So somebody needs to jump on that. Yeah, they had a legacy before, but legacy, legacy too. Yeah, they have no more legacy here in Houston. Yeah, they. I don't and know. They what have happened. a good event. The, the Fury is going is going big now to Fury fighting. Is that from Houston or? From yeah, it's from here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a great event. Okay. Yeah, you got to, I got to check that out. I haven't been to an MMA event in a while mm -hmm. for, for obvious reasons, but um, I got my vaccine, so I feel a little bit safer. <laughs> yeah. So I'll definitely have to check it out. Well, I know you have a class that's about to start. Agrimar, thanks again for coming on the, sh on the show. I really appreciate it. And folks, y'all need to come check out Armor MMA on the southwest part of Houston. I will post the phone number in the info because I don't know it. Do you know the phone number off, off the top of your head? Uh, no, no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's no, fine. Um, the, uh, we can check them. Actually, you can check you them can out check on, on, Facebook, on the website. Instagram, Facebook. the website. What's the website? ArmorMMA.com? Armor, yes. Okay. And Ar the Instagram <laughs> is ArmorMMA and uh, on Facebook. ArmorMMA, Facebook. Um, so, yeah, check these guys out. Um Hey, I really enjoyed it. I really uh, had a good conversation. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, folks. You have a good one.